This is the Perfect Pup Podcast, helping you build a better relationship with your pup, presented by Pupford. Hello, pup parents, and welcome to today's episode of the Perfect Pup Podcast. My name is Devin. This episode's important. I'm recording this on November 1st, and we're going to talk about things you need to start doing now to prepare for the upcoming holiday season. There's a lot of holidays that fall into the next few months. You know, you've got everything from Thanksgiving, New Year's, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, there are a lot of holidays coming up. And that means get-togethers, people coming over to your house, you leaving for maybe longer periods of time than usual, all of those different things. So we're going to talk about how to start now to prepare so that you and your dog can be successful this holiday season. So let's get right into it. First things first, I'm going to go over ideas. Again, I like to talk in kind of concepts and and principles, and you can apply them to your own dog in your own situation. So for me, leaving the home, not as much stress for me as it is having people come over. And oftentimes around the holidays, you have more people over than usual, maybe people you've never had over before, or a variety of people. You know, you might typically... Uh, not have grandparents over, but they may be coming over this year. And that presents different challenges when it comes to dogs and puppies. You may have children coming over and you don't usually have kids in your house. So there's so many different aspects of the holiday season. And so we need to talk about how you can prepare now to be successful. So first things first, we're going to talk about practicing and or teaching the place behavior. You'll hear it called different things, place, settle, bed, whatever you use, the idea is this. You teach your dog to go to a certain place in your home. Typically, it's a bed, um, and there's a really, really good video. I'll put the link in the show notes that you can watch that goes in depth. It's taught by Amber Akar. It's on our YouTube channel, but she talks about how to teach a successful place. Essentially, what you're going to do is you are going to teach your dog that when they are laying down in this place, whether it be a mat or a bed or whatever it is, and they're settled so they're not barking, they're not, you know, jumping up and down, they're not, you know, they are just laying down, relaxed and settled, that's going to become kind of the holy grail of where they're going to get great, great rewards. And one of the really awesome tips that I learned from Amber, again, I'll link the video in the show notes, but one of the awesome tips that I learned is giving the treats on the actual place itself to create that association of The place equals the best treats. The place equals all the rewards. And it's one thing that if you start now, even if you're starting from scratch, you know, you've got almost a full month until Thanksgiving, another month after that until the Christmas season or whatever holidays you celebrate, you've got some time to really start focusing in on it. And I think above all, if you're going to, if you're going to work on anything between now and the holiday season, the place behavior is number one. It's so powerful. It has changed my home and it has changed the way I feel when people come into our house because instead of, you know, someone knocks on the door and my dogs are barking and I'm trying to get them to come back and I'm, I'm also trying to get them to sit and talk to the person, the, my dogs are not perfect at this at all, but they're improving. It's so much easier to say, go to your place You can reward them, reward them, reward them, help them settle down, just kind of calm and breathe a little bit before they go up and greet people. It gives you some peace of mind when people are coming to the door. And that, um, I'll tell you what, is 
worth so much as a pup parent. So that's the first thing is practice and teach the place behavior. We talk about it a lot. I talk about it a lot because it's so, so, so important. If you're not doing it, do it. Start now. Just do it now. I promise you it will be worth the time and effort that you put into it, just like with anything in training your dog. The second tip to really ensure a successful holiday season is to practice impulse control. The place behavior kind of correlates with impulse control, and you might be thinking, okay, what does impulse control actually mean? Generally speaking, the way I look at it is it's your dog's ability to not act on their natural instincts. So a dog's natural instinct often includes bolting through doors. It's a new area they want to go explore or jumping up on people, right? Or pulling on a leash or, you know, reacting to other dogs, animals, people, whatever it might be. So impulse control training helps them learn how to not react instantaneously to things in their surroundings and to control their impulses to tamper down their natural instincts. So tell you what this is a this is a lifelong endeavor impulse control training is lifelong forever i'll be honest you know my dogs i don't practice lay down or i don't practice sit i you know i i don't do that type of training anymore because they've got it the bulk of my training when i put the time into training it's impulse control training and that can come in a lot of different forms but there's a handful of kind of simple ideas that you can try. One of them is teaching your dog to wait whenever you go through the door. So this is something I'll do with my dogs when we're going out, you know, teaching them wait, doors open, giving them a release to walk through the door, those types of things. Again, their impulse is to just rush through the door because they want to get out. They want to go on a walk. They want to see, they want to, you know, experience the world. And so teaching them to just pause and wait can help set you up for success as you go out the door. And again, impulse control training, there's so many different ideas and tactics and things that you can go over. I don't have time in this episode, but it's you've got to remember that impulse control training is going to help all aspects of your dog's behavior. As they learn to slowly control their impulses more and more, it helps improve leash behavior. It helps improve, you know, door greetings. It improves, you know, them meeting other dogs. It improves, you know, them potentially barking through a fence or whatever it might be. Uh, and if you are needing help in this area of impulse control training, please check out 21 Impulse Control Games. It is a course we offer as part of Pupford Academy, so you can buy just access to that course, or you can get access to all of Pupford Academy and 21 Impulse Control Games as a part of it. They break down impulse control training and makes it, it's, it's game-based. And so it's, you know, there's there's levels, there's different steps in each level, and it's going to kind of break it down piece by piece for you. It covers a lot of the things I talked about. It also covers, you know, not bursting out of a car door if you if you're when you take your dog for a ride, not bursting out of the crate. It covers waiting for their food, all these things that are going to make a big, big difference in your dog's general ability to control their impulses. The third thing is getting the right tools. Yes, I'm biased. I work at Pupford. You probably know that. But guess what? I also am a pup parent. I have two Labradors. They're big. They're pushing 70 pounds. They're big dogs and they can be hyper. That I'm, Yeah, I'm telling you, I have hyper dogs and it can be a challenge. And for me and my wife, it's been so important to have the right tools. And yes, some of those come from Pupford, some of them don't. But there are things that you can do to help prepare for the moments when people are actually coming over to your home this holiday season. One of those is having long-lasting chews. 
I'm telling you, if you're needing your dog to settle, you combine it with the place behavior. You say, go to your place and you give them a nice, you know, tendon chew or a bully stick or whatever it is. And it, again, keeps them busy, gives them an opportunity to calm down and relax. Maybe as guests are first coming over or whatever it might be. That's a very, very powerful tool that has been huge in our home. And I think the other one that I want to mention that is so, so important is enrichment. You probably think to yourself, okay, we've got guests coming over. I need to make sure my dog gets a long walk or we do plenty of fetch before people come over. And that is important. And I'm not discounting that because I do the exact same thing. But I also have found it so, so important to make sure your dog has some mental exercise before people come over. And even during, you know, giving them a frozen lick mat, giving them uh, a puzzle toy, you know, doing, using a foraging box, whatever it might be to just let your dog work their brain and help tire them out. I, I can't emphasize enough the importance of mental enrichment. And, and that means you need tools for that. You know, you can make your own snuffle mat. You can buy one. Pupford offers it. You know, you can get creative if you don't want to spend money or you can find tools that are already created for you. Whatever you do, it's important to remember that these tools, they're just that. They're not tools. They're not the solution. They're not the answer. Training is the solution and the answer to hyperness, activity, you know, problem behaviors. The answer is training, but these other things are going to help. And I'm telling you, if you do these three things, if you start now and you work on these between now and whether it be Thanksgiving or, you know, holiday get-togethers in December, whatever it is, New Year's parties, if you start now, I promise you, you will see results and you will see results that will be more effective than you may think possible. So again, recap, practice the place behavior, work on impulse control training and get the right tools. Those three things if you start now, are going to set you up for a very successful holiday season. And I'm telling you what, I am hoping that you have that because I know the stress. I know the challenge of, wow, this is another variable. You know, you're trying to maybe host a get together. You've got to get food. You got to clean the house. You got to do all these things. And then it's, oh no, the dog, is he going to jump? Is she going to bother people? Is he going to lick everyone that walks in? Whatever it is, you know, it's, it can be very, very stressful. And these are things that have helped in my home that I know will help in your home as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you go start practicing right now. You know, go as soon as this episode is over, go practice, you know, take five to 10 minutes every day, even if that's all it is, that you practice place, you work on impulse control and you research and find the right tools for your dog to keep them busy and mentally enriched during holiday get togethers. So I hope you find this episode helpful. Please leave a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, all those things. I look at every single review that comes through. I really do. The good, the bad, the feedback, the encouragement. I love it all and I appreciate it all. And other than that, we will catch you on the next episode.